It's Monday. It's uh, morning out there, folks. Ah, uh, folks, it's Macab. Welcome back, or welcome to if you knew. Welcome to, to Monday if you morning, Macab. Welcome to if you knew. To Bring if you two know. friends if you knew. Bring two friends, make new friends. That's the rules of the pyramid scheme. That's the rule of Monday morning macabre. Guys, welcome back. We've returned. Well, we're we're back from a week break. Big big week for old old darts pants over here. Uh my my son was born five days ago. As of the recording, no. What is it? Let's see. Monday. I don't even know. I haven't slept. <laughs> uh, it's been wild and crazy times. I also closed on my house uh, yesterday, and uh, so that it's been a it's been a big old week. And I'm moving stuff tomorrow, so it's gonna be like, you know, it's it's just like so much content in my real life, you know. Indeed. Um, yeah, it's pretty crazy over at the old Scone Palace as well. Not gonna lie to you. Yeah, tell me all about it, Scotty. What's going on in your life, dude? I haven't spoken to you in a bit. <sighs> Listen, I read a book that was like the first time in like three years. Yeah, dude, I was doing the same thing. Pretty like, wild. A couple months ago. What book did you read? Um, it, uh, uh it's uh, about this turtle who can count by twos and tie his shoes. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> it's really it's about deep. these it's upstart a, kids <laughs> who mess up their house with a giant cat in a hat. <laughs> And their goldfish yells at them or something. <laughs> I don't know. I I I, I really um, blew through it. As <laughs> reading's easy, dude. <laughs> Finish it in like two hours. I was like, reading's wicked easy, dude. So I got a full plate over here. <laughs> Have you? I, I now. I I I don't know if you've read more by that author, but he's got some crazy shit with turtles. Uh, Loraxes are around. You know that dude was on some kind of drugs. I actually went near his, uh, I, I went snorkeling, right? Like, so he had this house in San Diego looking over the yeah. water and I snorkeled there one time when I was in high school and, uh, it was pretty cool. The guide was like, Hey, that's Dr. Seuss's house. He was really mean to his wife. And I was like, wow, yeah, he was, he made her kill herself, baby. So think about that next time you're cutting down trees. Yeah. Next time there's a walk it in your pocket, take a fucking second look, brother. Also, I don't know if the if the the company Zillow got their name from that that book, but that that was my. What f- is a Zillow? Uh, he's in your pillow. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> no, I've I've read this to my my daughter, and there's like there's a. <laughs> you open your pillow. It's like there's a price drop on two forty nine. I'm like Hazel. The market right now, it's Hazel, so hot. Look at the zestimate on our home. <laughs> there's a zestimate on my estimate. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so it's been it's been a wild time over here uh like, like i said we're running on like we're running on fumes but for you guys the listeners we're we're always ready i'm willing to, to, to run to, out of fumes for you listeners i'm gonna pull over on i-95 with no fucking gasket <laughs> and push my car to the fucking route like the next goddamn uh mcdonald's slash pj fresh or whatever the hell it's called yeah no oil uh, or anything <laughs> just gear grinding on gear grinding gear i'm just gonna pull it with my teeth like i'm a strong man in the 20s that would be ugh. don't you wish we were like strong men in the 20s me and you yeah i wish we were like <laughs> we're just like oh, oh wait just like <laughs> tossing like people in the crowd <laughs> I'm just kicking them and like doing juggling them with my legs as I'm kicking them in circle. And we're in like those stripes, like leotards. Yeah. Just like, like hey, uh, oh, hey. That like double, that apparently double as swimsuits back then. Um, guys, 
Welcome to Monday Morning Macabre. And thank you for being so patient. Uh, you know, they say patience is a virtue, but to me, patience is the name of my son. <laughs> wow, patience do good, Darcy. <laughs> <laughs> really went Puritan with it. Yeah. Yeah, right? Yeah. And I'm changing my last name to Osgood. Osgood. Super Puritan. I don't know, it just sounds pure Puritany, doesn't it? It does. Could start calling Jenny Goody Darcy. <laughs> I already go, yo, what's goodles? Every day we wake up. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> as soon as we wake up, I turn to her and I say that she uh, she's still with me. So I think it's working. <laughs> Tales all this time. That was pretty much the opening scene and up. Yep. Yep. So scones, I'm gonna be bringing. Yeah. I'm gonna be bringing that T M N T. Bring me that spilled head tea. I'm gonna spill some tea. First of all, um, band, spill that intro music all over the airwaves. Yeah, spill it all over my body. It's hot and it's burning. Um, this is a listener suggestion. Oy vey. <laughs> Interesting choice. Uh, Dakota rig slash Lucas. Who knows? Oh my gosh. Baby. Based on the moon cycles, I believe. Yes. I don't know. What is, if, are we waxing? Are we waning? Who cares? I'm, gonna, I'm throwing out a guess though. Hold on. Waxing crescents, my guess. Uh, I'm a see. waning gibbous. Gibbon? Gibbous? No, Gibbon is a, a monkey. <laughs> right now. No, I think Gibbous is also a moon phase. Is it? It's moon either phase Yeah, today. no, Gibbous is right. It's a waning crescent. I was close. Oh. Or was it. I close? No, I wasn't. No, you close said waxing crescent. I said waning actually. Yeah. Yeah, you're about as far away as you could be. Uh, I, on the other hand, am a, a bit of a lunar guy. <laughs> okay. Uh, my daughter every night goes, moon, moon. And then I bring her out to the moon and she goes, bye, moon. <laughs> and then she transforms and runs off into the woods. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then she, I wake up and there's a dead goat on my porch. It's like a really uh, sick. Kids. Uh, <laughs> kids these days. Uh, so today I'm going to be bringing you scones, the Tanaku exorcism. It might be Tanaku. Uh, it's Wait, Romanian. Exorcism? Exorcism, I hardly this know. This feels like or? something we. I'm hitting this point where it feels like we've talked about this, but <laughs> no. We, well, the thing is, is that every time anyone does an exorcism, it's horrible. So, like, there's so many to choose from. I don't but know. Yeah, we you never hear about done. those exorcisms that went real smooth. <laughs> and, yeah, right. Exactly. It's never like you know, I had this demon got exercise. I'm doing great now. It's always like, I've never been more well adjusted. Yeah, it's like oh, they lit her entire skin on fire for five hours, and you're like, oh god, that did the trick. <laughs> Yeah, and no more demons. Um, so yeah, Dakota Riggs, shout out to you. The Tanaku, okay, I should preface this. Yes, please do. Like I said, it's Romanian. Uh, I am not that. And there's many, many a uh, word that is like, hachi chachi. <laughs> <laughs> in my dumb American brain, that's like one of the scariest places in horror fiction yeah. is Romania. Yep. Even though there's probably so many other things about Romanian culture that I just nope. don't know. It's all just <laughs> castles in the background. And, of, and paling um, and vampires. Yeah. Just moonlit castles and bats. It's a bat. <laughs> in the, I am 
fuck. Oh, God damn it. You know when you're so tired that like shit just like you, you hear. Th- I, I hear things now. Anyway, so auditory hallucinations. <laughs> auditory. What if this entire podcast was an auditory hallucination I had? That would be. Fun. Wow. I'd be like that That's guy has twist. some of the craziest schizophrenia I've ever heard of. <laughs> Dude. Uh, we should get a podcast with two schizophrenic people and call it like schizophrenia. Am I right? That I would listen to that. I would be interested to hear dogs? about the point of view and like the the life of two people yeah. like that. We're gonna get to the spooky because I feel like people are like chomping at the bit for get over it. Hey, talk about the dead. That's that's a very old movie reference. Get over it. I feel like that. Ex- I have no idea what that is because it's so generic and that could be. Monty Python and the Holy oh, Grail. Holy Grail. Holy hand grenade, I was thinking. Here's another uh, really old movie reference. Uh, well, we're waiting. Okay. Um, go ahead. Tell us which one that is. That one is Caddyshack. Thank you, everybody. Welcome to Schizophrenia. Someone screamed into their like audio device and was <laughs> like, I said it. And they're like, good, good. <laughs> All right, Scones. Let's get down to the business at hand. The Tanaku exorcism, again, if I get anything wrong, that maybe you're wrong. Uh, in the aftermath of the Romanian Revolution True. of December 1989, the Socialist Republic of Romania, which officially promoted state atheism, collapsed, <laughs> resulting in the end of the ger- the persecution of Christians in communist Romania. Was that well part the- of Soviet Russia? Uh, baby, it's all gravy. <laughs> oh, you I right, know right. it. I have no idea. Uh... As well as the revival of Christian monasticism in the country. In January 2003, 2005, excuse me, 23 year old Maricich, Maris, Maric, I gotta figure out how I'm gonna, okay, Maricicha, Maricicha, Marichong. It's M A R I C I C A. So I'm trying to figure out it's like a Marichicha. I'm gonna say Marichicha, sure. This reminds me of the Black Tapes. Great podcast. Yep. Free ad. Great podcast. Marichicha. Irina Cornici moved to the Tanaku Monastery. She was born into a broken family, and following her father's suicide, she and her brother grew up in an orphanage. When she was 19, she worked as a nanny in Germany, and then for a family in Banat. A friend of hers from the orphanage became a nun at the Tanaku Monastery, and she encouraged her to also become a nun. Scones, do you want to become a nun with me? Uh, If I'm encouraged enough, definitely. Do you want to become a D's with me, though? Oh, 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 got him. <laughs> the Order of Oligma. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that was fun. That was fun I had in a week. <laughs> Sheesh. Soon after, she began giggling during Mass, which, I mean, come on. <laughs> That's oh, yeah, it. Yeah. Who giggles during Mass? And by April, her mental state deteriorated, and the doctors at the local psychiatric hospital diagnosed her disease as schizophrenia. <laughs> yeah, that seems like a huge leap. She giggled the mess, and her yeah. <laughs> mental state crumbled. Person passed a note to her that said, "Like, what did what did the fucking I don't know I don't know any one liner jokes right now." So they wrote a funny silly, and then she went hee hee hee, and the priest was like, "You're schizophrenic, baby." <laughs> <laughs> After a two-week treatment, they released her into the care of the monastery. Cornici's friends also stated that she never exhibited any signs of mental illness. Yeah. Her brother- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she giggled in church, bro. I'm getting the same vibe. 
Her brother testified that that he was with her when he saw Satan go, quote, into her and also maintained that she suffered from demonic possession. Oh. Hmm. Big hmm on that one. No, I'm sure it's going to end up fine. Yeah, don't worry. Daniel Peter Corogano uh, was the 29-year-old... Wait, is his first name Daniel Peter? No, it's Daniel... P. I mean, the middle name is it's probably Petra. Uh, I knew someone named Petra, but it was. I watched like Jane the Virgin and this character <laughs> named Petra. All right, Daniel Petra Corogano was the 29 year old priest of the monastery. A decade before the events, he was a football player in Veslui, wow. his hometown. <laughs> yeah. He began following religious studies at the University of Lassi after he could not secure admission in the University of Bucharest. So, like, Bucharest is always a reach school, and I get that, but Lassi is a pretty sure, good fallback. If I had you know? a dime. For every kid at my high school who was trying to go to Bucharest. Yeah. It's like, I, I remember the couple kids who got early admission to it and would wear their freaking Bucharest hoodie around. I was oh, like, God, the fucking dickheads. Fucking dickheads. I'm like, I, they, they only got in because their dad's on the board at Bucharest. Yeah, I went to Bucharest too. You went to Bucharest, Phil? What'd you major in? Uh, take a guess. It's <laughs> uh, gotta be hot cars, right? <laughs> ding, 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 ding. <laughs> It was a make-your-own-major program. Oh, that's cool. It's nice that they're flexible like that. Make-your-own-major. Dude, uh, the, world, the world's worrying about how to recycle <laughs> waste, and if they can just get as efficient as us recycling the hot cars <laughs> joke, we're good. The world's safe. It's never not funny to me. <laughs> uh, so efficiency, baby. <laughs> After he could not secure admission to the in the University of Bucharest, where he wanted to study sport or law, a year later, a businessman from his hometown recruited him to help build a monastery, which is like, what the fuck is happening in Romania? Wait, his, <laughs> wait, his life is going all over the place. That's sports, what I'm saying. Like, can you, you imagine sports me like, law to building a monastery? I, a bi- just a shady businessman is like, excuse me, young sir, would you like to build a monastery with me? And he was like, fucking sure. Why yeah, not? whatever, dude. I'm fucking yeah. sports and or law student over here. <laughs> yeah, I play soccer, so like, I think those skills probably translate. I think the businessman was the devil in disguise. Yeah, like, this right? Yeah, that, like, that makes sense. That actually is the, the one that makes the most sense. He hands him a card. It's uh, like, real estate agent, like David Beazelbub or something. Yeah, it's yeah, just yeah like, exactly. He has like a really nice suit. Loose E. Fur. So he was ordained by the local bishop who expected that he would continue his studies. Nevertheless, he gave up his university education in order to devote himself to running the monastery. In 2003, Father Corogano had some disputes with the diocese. When the bishops came to read him the canon law, he argued that the rules were, quote, 19th century innovations made by the Freemasonry. The original community of homes dissolved. We're getting into the fucking. Yeah, we're getting into the Freemasons, brother. Yeah, so Freemasonry is like so weird. Um, The original community of monks (laughs) dissolved as they left to become priests. And instead, Corogano organized a community of nuns who were, according to all accounts, quote, completely devout to him. So how does this tie into our old friend, Marichicha? Let's find out, Scone. The exorcism. Please do. Don't talk about it. Be about it. Hey, be about it, baby. Father Corogeno thought he was not just a, thought it was not just a mental illness, but rather that Cornici was possessed by Satan. He would later yeah. claim that yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. It, the yeah. writing's on the wall. 
Whiting's on the Rawls, he would later claim that, quote, you can't take the devil out of people with pills, which is debatable. Uh, <laughs> it's like, yeah, schizophrenia is almost entirely managed through pills. Brother, listen, uh, have we, <clears throat> uh, let's talk, let's get into microdosing right now. Like, yo, brother. It's me, Theo Vaughn. I used to fucking. <laughs> I used to fucking microdose with my goddamn gym teacher, and then we hooked up. It was fucking crazy, dude. <laughs> the, um, so after saying that the, he, you can't take the devil out of people with pills, uh, he then explained how that is a reason for an exorcism to be necessary. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. That's no other. Another way to fix giggling in church, my dudes. In order to restrain her from violent you mean schizophrenia. Yeah. Another word uh, for giggling in church. <laughs> That's actually Latin for giggle in church. Uh, in order to restrain her from violent movements, including those causing her to hit herself, the nuns bound her hands and feet and locked her in a room as they participated in the liturgy comm- commemorating the ascension of Jesus. A few I wish days later, there was like an ironic study of how many of these things cause mental illness. Yeah, <laughs> right. <of> like, <laughs> yeah. It's kind of, they got it reversed a little bit. Uh, a few days later, they chained her to a cross with her arms stretched and carried her into the church what? so that they, they could anoint her. her? Um, well, I don't know if crucifixion, nec- I mean, t- I guess if, if crucifixion. to a cross. To a cross. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty crucifixion-y. <laughs> the only thing missing is the nails. I don't know if that like was the ultimate like, okay, now you're officially crucified. You know? <laughs> now you're on that Jesus level. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so they were like, the only way to fix this... She, she's got the knockoff Jesus going right now? Yeah, she got the Mad Cats Jesus controller. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, such a good reference. It's it's. I don't even know if it's specific, but you you probably... If you guys have ever played PS2 at your cousin's house in ninth grade, you know what I'm talking about. If you ever You're wanted about- <laughs> something in your family, it's yeah. like, your dad was like, this is the same... Yeah, you your grandparents Christmas. ever buy you something for Christmas? Exactly. Uh, anyway, so they bring her to the church so they can anoint her. According to Sister Nicoletta, Ar- Ar- whatever the fuck her last name is, Cornici had been restrained in the same <laughs> manner that others who were demonically possessed were. Uh, she stated that Cornici had, been, had not been restrained. She, quote, could have, oh, she said that if she had not been restrained, she could have, quote, either killed herself or killed someone else. With regards to Cornici, sister stated that... Wait, the, Arena, the person this is chained the up one, said that? No, no, no. That was one of the nuns who was doing oh, the chaining. Okay, that makes much more sense. Yeah. And then she said, Arena, who is the person who is... Chainy. The chain, Yeah, the, cha- the chainy. Arena knew that she was possessed by evil spirits because she was begging us to tie her up and help her. <laughs> Which, that sounds... <laughs> but she wasn't. Awfully suspicious. Her wrists and forehead were then anointed with holy oil, and she was kept in the church for three days. They put a towel into her mouth to stop her from cursing and prayed to cast out the devil as they wet her lips with holy water. I like that a big priority for them is to keep her from cursing. Yeah, they're like, come on. Like, this is this is a children's crucifixion. crucifixion. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Kornichi was then moved to her room and untied. She was, according to Father Correggino, cured. She was later given bread and tea and fainted after eating. The nuns could not arouse her and sensed that her pulse was weak, and as a result, they called an ambulance. While in the ambulance, she was administered six doses of adrenaline. By the time she reached the (laughs) hospital... How did her heart not explode? Well, scones, by the time she reached the hospital, she was dead. Yeah. 
What yeah. is happening? Wait, was who gave it the adrenaline? Uh, the ambulance person, the 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 EMT. What is that? Is that an? I might be wrong. Is that an appropriate amount of adrenaline? Please write in if any listeners hey, are in. EMT uh, well, or paramedics. We're gonna get into it a little bit here. This is the aftermath. The police were notified by the doctors at the hospital who noticed the marks left on her wrists and ankles by the chains. The 2005 autopsy claimed that she had died of dehydration, exhaustion, and a lack of oxygen. <laughs> Father Correggino had the four nuns who helped him were. Oh, and the four nuns who helped him were charged with murder and depriving yeah. a person of liberty. Uh, prosecutors sought a life sentence for Correggino, but he was sentenced in 2007 to 14 years in prison. While the nuns were sentenced to... I can't to believe... Tw- I'm surprised he got anything at all, honestly. Yeah. It does feel... It feels weird whenever it's like a religious thing, because like I feel like they... Like, just... It just doesn't ever get actually prosecuted. Yeah, they get away reason. with a lot. But let's not like get murder. into that. <laughs> that's a whole uh, other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other can of horns. That's the movie Spotlight. Uh, so the other nuns got five to eight years. Uh, many individuals were present in the courtroom to support Father Correggino and were distraught at the, pronun- at the pronouncement of the verdict. The Court of Appeals reduced his sentence to seven years and Correggino was freed on parole in November 2011 after serving two th- how many? two-thirds of his punishment. Okay. Yeah, 66.6% repeating. My of dear. course. Boy, of course. As Marichicha Irina Kornichi was lowered into her grave during her funeral, claps of thunder were heard, leading Correggino to conclude that the will of God has been done, which is a shitty thing to say. Uh, the Romanian Orthodox Church closed down the monastery and had Correggino defrocked. Um, That's a good defrocked. word. Yeah, I like that word. word. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good word. It sounds culinary to me. Like, you got to defrock the chicken before you can, you know, put it in the oven. Uh, uh, what do you What do you think, gang? Right in. Was that? Was that call now, was, was that, that A, hilarious, B, too funny for me, Hashtag or C, can you not even? three funny, five me. Ooh, I like it. Mm. In 2014, however, it was found that the cause of death was actually due to an overdose of adrenaline given in the ambulance with coroner Dan Jorhue. That's a butcher. Stating, quote, I was part of the team who handled the exhumation of the nun's body. It was concluded that the woman died of an overdose of adrenaline. Don't ask me. I don't know why the judges did not take that into account. (laughs) I like this guy excusing himself. Just like, hey, don't ask me, dude. Hey, I, don't ask me, buddy. I didn't see nothing. Listen, didn't, yeah, like, you didn't hear it from me. <laughs> <laughs> Father Correggino stated that, quote, My biggest mistake was that I called the ambulance when I saw she was not moving. I think she died because the medics who came with the ambulance tried to resuscitate her by giving her too much adrenaline. I Had not had I not called the ambulance, she would be alive and well now. I think I would attribute a little bit of guilt to everybody yeah, involved. I think there's a lot. Yeah, it's like, you know, like R slash am I the asshole? And it's like everyone here's the asshole. That's it's like, how it's so crazy. I starved and dehydrated this girl, chained her up to yeah, a cross. Yeah, so there's this chick who and was I'm giggling in my sermon and I put her on a giant tea made of wood. Nah, you're telling me I'm a jerk. He's like the the asshole guy who's like, yo, she's just crazy, dude. Like, it was never going to work out, She was just crazy. <laughs> Um, she giggled in church, bro. That chick's just crazy. <laughs> She's nuts. In Tanaku, many people continue to maintain that Kornichi was indeed possessed rather than mentally ill and that Correggino did his best to help her. I'm Veronica glad that, that plot line still is strong, that she yeah, was possessed yeah, yeah, yeah. after all of Def- People are still like, yep, definitely that. Veronica Tomalescu stated that, quote, 
it's not as if they actually killed her. They didn't stab <laughs> her or shoot her. They took her to the hospital alive, which this is person, the, what a such, bad take. <laughs> this person has such a literal definition yep. for the word kill. Yeah, right. You have to either shoot them or stab them. <laughs> That yeah, there's has, no her all her worldly knowledge has been from watching like Law and Order style shows. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, so uh, that's the that's the case of the Tanaku exorcism. Uh, pretty wild stuff. I think uh, I think everyone involved sucks. I think <laughs> yeah, another classic Monday morning another classic MMM story. A botched investigation. Yeah, botched uh, investigation. Religious uh, institutions gone or like unfettered. Unchecked. Oh, defrocked and unfettered. <laughs> that's my next. That's my next cops show. That's our new cooking show. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just hunt a if pheasant? We're... Defrocked and unfeather the pheasant before cooking. <laughs> Can we make a buddy cop movie? Where I'm like John Defrocked and you're like Tony Unfettered. <laughs> yes. I love the name Tony Unfettered so much. But my cousin's in the mob and he's our he's our informant. Yeah, exactly. He's played by Rudy Giuliani's like gopher. <laughs> he's got like black ink dripping down his face. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm just like Rudy Giuliani does. <laughs> just like like father, like gopher son. <laughs> Meet him outside where a landscaping company where he's just dripping <laughs> swagoo from his head. Oh man, oh, old public so ev- old events. Remember those? Old ev- yeah, remember not that distant past. Uh, thank you all for listening, guys. Dakota, I don't even have to uh, say. I hope we did this justice because I know we did, and I know you loved it. it. Um, send in more, uh, you know, suggestions, listeners. We appreciate them. Also, uh, send in uh, any if anyone here. I challenge our listeners to find and put forward an exorcism mm-hmm. that went just that as planned that, yeah, that and everyone bright. ended up way better at super happy yes exactly we'd love to hear about that that would be very interesting i'm um, issuing that challenge <laughs> that's going to be on me and scones's new podcast exorcisters where we gab about exorcisms that have gone well where i get as many exorcisms as i can <laughs> before i die <laughs> Um, I'm addicted hmm. to exorcism. <laughs> this guy's addicted. My strange addiction, exorcism edition. I love it. That would be amazing. You, uh, you definitely would be able to survive. How many exorcisms do you think the human body yeah. can survive? <laughs> All right, bro. One duck-sized horse or a hundred exorcisms. <laughs> it's like a David ducks. Blaine like survival yeah. thing where he puts himself <laughs> in a box and gets exercised yeah. like a hundred times. <laughs> um. Uh, thank you guys for listening. <clears throat> Shout out to the Patreon supporters, guys. We appreciate you. Uh, I imagine the Patreon episode will be a little slow coming out because, again, I am so fucking busy in my life right now <laughs> that I am just trying to make it day by day. And yeah, it's I pretty hope hectic. You guys understand. <laughs> pretty hectic. Uh, between house moving, new child, and all the exorcisms that I scheduled for scones this week, uh, <laughs> it's a lot of stuff I gotta handle. Come at me, baby. Uh, thank you guys for listening. Check out our socials Monday Morning Macabre on Twitter, MM Macabre Pod on. Nope, switch them. Switch em. MM Macabre Pod on Twitter, Monday Morning Macabre on Instagram. Uh, tell your friends. Tell your friends. Friend. 
find a friend who doesn't listen to podcasts, say, baby boy, I love you so much. You got to listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I got another dad. That was perfect. That's what you You should say. Baby boy. (laughs) Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter the gender. Baby boy. You got to listen to this podcast. You're ever in a church and you see someone laughing. See see something, say something. Yeah. see, See giggles, say giggles, dude. And uh, beyond that, guys, have a have a grand old Monday. Boy, boy.